when did you start believing in God? Like me personally, I've always been in the church. I literally I was serving in the church before I came out the womb. <laughs> but when did you grow up in the church or did you have a sense to be drawn by a certain age? Yeah, so I would say as far as like did I grow up in the church? Yes and no. Um, so I quote unquote became a Christian when I was about five years old mm. and I don't really count, <clears throat> I don't really count that just because I was too young and didn't understand what I was committing to. Um, I feel like a lot of churches want so badly for their children to grow up in the church. They kind of, I don't think they mean to, but they, they push. Um, and so it was more just like, oh my gosh, there's this amazing being called God and he wants to be your friend and he can give you anything you want. Don't you want that? You know, and five-year-old me is like, yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so I, I, I thought there was something out there because everybody told me to. Um, but the first time I actually experienced the, the spirit of God for myself was when I was about 13. Um, and God... I believe that at least back then and still kind of today, God speaks to me through music. So music is a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. And there was a specific song is actually a how he loves by the David Crowder band that came on during a concert um, while I was in the middle of prayer. And this huge weight just came down on me and I couldn't stop crying. Um, And I, I would say that that was the time that I actually uh believe like started to believe in god um and truly believe that he existed but we weren't we still weren't on like we had like a honeymoon phase uh so to speak i i'm (laughs) sorry i know i speak (laughs) i speak like god is like you know like this other person i understand that he's my creator but it's easier for me to put things into perspective when i realize that he's not just my creator he's my friend and my father um like he's here and alive and so we had this honeymoon phase for a while and then uh for a while I would I I'll admit openly that I did walk away from God and that was kind of I was just tired I was moving through the motions but I knew that he still existed and he was still speaking to me through music I would just change the channel mm. um and and so then it built up to uh me realizing and it was on it was that night that I was screaming at God and I realized I never truly had a relationship with God. I was following a religion. I was following what people told me to do and these um, traditions and like, this is how you're supposed to pray and make sure you do it like this. And, you know, make sure you go to church on Sundays at 9 a.m. Because, you know, if you wake up earlier then you're a Proverbs 31 woman or whatever. Um, And I realized that it wasn't a relationship and it wasn't until that night when I really, really not only just confronted God, but I confronted myself. And I was like, oh, that's not the way this is supposed to go at all. And my relationship with God has been just absolutely amazing. And I've never been more in love with him than I am right now. So the first time I experienced God, and God talks to me through dreams, no doubt. The first time I experienced God, I was five years old, like five, six, seven, something like that. And I had a dream where I was at a a dam and I can't really like get into like details because, you know, it's specifically details. But we was at a dam and we were at where the falls were. We can see over the falls and 
I can see my family in the distance, like my whole household family in a distance, right? And they're in front of this big vase or bowl or chalice, giant king's chalice filled with grape juice or wine or whatever you have. And this platter, giant platter, supersized stuff. And me, in my ignorance, I'm rushing to these two things to drink and to eat. In this dream, I go up, I drink and eat. My brothers and sisters, my mother and father, they're all there. And boom, in an instant, a red hand comes and picks me up and we're soaring to the sky. And then just before I crack, just before I hit this, this, the atmosphere, a blue hand takes me and brings me on the ground. And this goes back way to the beginning of this episode where I said that me as a writer, I never written down my stuff until I was 15. Well, this is the same thing. I never wrote down this dream, but all throughout my, all, I've never forgot it though, you know? And I've had many more dreams such as this. And I too have left the church, you know, only last year. And I reconnected with more community, but I can very, very, um, just when you said all the things about how we're supposed to act in church, you're not supposed to come on Sunday. You're supposed to dress a certain way. You're supposed to pray like this. And man, that just lit something in me right now because no, it's about relationship. It's about coming to God as you are and God will meet you where you are. Right. So I want to get to the story of how you saw certain things and certain things just aligned like way too alignmently if that's a word (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I literally still cannot believe it and to this day sometimes it's hard for me to like tell that story without getting tears in my eyes so 10 30 at night I'm screaming at God and I I mean like I mean, if, if any, like the people who are listening, when I say scream, I mean, I can hear my echo in the distance. Like, I'm not kidding. Uh, I look like, sound like a wild banshee, look like a woman who has lost her dang mind (laughs) (laughs) walking around downtown, um, screaming. And when I was younger, the elders in the church would always talk about like, oh, God showed me this and I prayed for this and God showed up. You know, and so in my young mind, I would like stand in the middle of my backyard and be like, God, make it rain. And it was like total, it was like, you know, 80 degrees outside and nothing's going to happen. So I just figured like, oh, I don't have that, you know, limited edition relationship that comes with signs. So that night, which again, not, I'm ashamed. I am ashamed of this. You're not supposed to test God, but I did. Um, because I was, I was ready to throw in the towel. I'm like, this isn't working. This whole Christian thing is not working. Mm. And it's tiring. And so I yelled at God and I'm like, God, if you're there, like, if you're there, just show up. Just show me the color white. And then I realized that I have a lot of white in my closet. It's one of my favorite colors. And I have white walls in my house. And so I was like, nah, let me change the color. So I was like, you know what? No, show me the color yellow. Mm. You know what? I don't care. Show me both just show up, just show up. And I just kept saying that. And then I sat there in silence and I heard something go past me and it was a black man riding a green bike and he was dressed in all black clothes. Mm. 
And I was like, okay, that's it. God doesn't exist. I've literally been talking to the sky for years and this is dumb. And so I stood up and started walking home. And when I started walking home, I passed by a bush with yellow flowers on it. And I thought to myself, that's a really sick joke. Mm. I just felt, I remember feeling so offended that I would ask for, you know, white or yellow or both. And now you're going to try to show me some yellow flowers. Like, nah, I've already made up my mind. I'm done. And then the whole night, like there were barely any cars out, which was really weird because it was downtown, but a a truck passes by and the truck was white. Mm. And I was like, huh, that's kind of funny, but whatever. After the truck, there was a car. And the car was the exact same make and model as the dream car that I wanted and now have. And the car was white. Mm. And I remember looking in disbelief because I'm like, I asked for these two colors. Like, does that mean that God exists? Like yellow and then white? Like, that's crazy. So I'm watching the car roll past me and it stops at a stop sign. And there was a man waiting at the stop sign to cross the street. And the man was wearing a polo shirt that was striped white and yellow. Yep. And I remember being so at peace that I was afraid. And I turned around, I picked one of the flowers off the bush and I ran, I sprinted home. I hate running, but I sprinted home (laughs) and I fell on my face and I prayed like that for the rest of the night. I prayed my my condolences i'm so sorry i can't believe that i did this like i i'm i'm sorry like you're here i don't know what what you're doing i don't know what's to come i don't know what i'm supposed to do but i know that you're here and you can hear me and so i remember maybe like a couple months later i wanted to go back to that spot so i can try to feel that feeling again and when i went back to that spot i saw that bush with the flowers on it and every time i go to that spot the flowers are always red always um and it's not that i don't believe that god doesn't exist in that spot you know but i need he needed to be there for me right then and there and so to this day i do not have all the answers i don't have the bible memorized um if uh, if some sort of like you know christian scholar wanted to come up and question me i i probably will not i most likely will not have answers for him I can forget my own name, but Mm. I know two things. I know that God exists and I know that he can hear me. And if I'm truly living by faith, that's all I need to know. 